0: Let's go, make no excuses now, I'm talking here and now, I'm talking here and now, let's go, your time is running. And welcome to Get You Fit Radio, the radio show that helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. And leading a healthy lifestyle, of course, includes many things that we all know must be incorporated. Um, It includes eating healthy foods, exercising, and following certain rules. Um, These rules are things that will keep us trim and fit and healthy Um but there are so many diets out there um, and as years accumulate there are more and more diets out that seem to work um and then there's diets that don't work and the, the the influx of these plans come and go over the years Um and they're they're reinvented um, in decades with new names and new twists with different phases and different highlights and lowlights, lights and, and people flock to them and and we all sign up for them um, but what really works um, and and I sit back and I know've I've been very open about this I have participated in many many different diets uh, before I created my program and uh, I have very uh, vast experience in in the dieting world I, I've said many times I'm a professional dieter because I've done so many diets. And uh, many people that are listening right now have also experienced this. Um, it's it's old hat. Um, you sign up, you follow the program, you stay with it for a few weeks, and then you fall off. And then back you get on again. Round and round you go, like a merry-go-round, the diet merry-go-round. Well, what will really work? Um, I had this epiphany, uh, the other day. Um, and I want to share it with you. Uh, any diet will work. Of course I will promote my program. Of course I will because I believe in my program. I believe that a balanced diet is the most uh, legitimate and the most realistic way to live your lifestyle, something that you can sustain, something that is nutritious, something that is uh, going to provide your body with the right nutrients, the proper amounts of protein, carbohydrates fats, something that is going to be uh, delicious and nutritious. But um, the bottom line is, if you are following any program that is legitimately uh, healthy and is not going to cause your body harm, and I say this because there are some diet programs that are harmful to your health, that might deprive your body of calories or uh, put you at risk because they're dangerous. Um, They might include uh, diet pills or other things that you shouldn't be taking, shortcuts, of course, I always talk about that. Um, But if it is a program um, and it includes real food and you are following it, it's going to work. Um, Research has had um, many, many, many uh, volunteers, researchers rather, have had many volunteers follow diets for years in different proportions of carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, and found that really no matter what the proportions are, while some may have been harder to follow than others, um, all of them worked. Now, there's a fine line here because from person to person, some people might need more protein, some people might need more carbohydrates, um, some people might need more fat. But as a society, we are so programmed to think that we need a certain proportion of these things. Um, And the bottom line is, um, it should be balanced. Um, A new diet study that just came out from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition went to a lot of trouble to prove the obvious. When it comes to weight loss, how much you eat matters far more than the proportions of what you eat. And this is brilliantly said. Um, so the bottom line is this: portions matter more than proportions. Um, and I don't want to be confusing because of those two words, so i'm going to I'm going put this uh, in simpler terms. The amount of food that you have on your plate um matters more than the Fussing over how much of it is protein, how much of it is carbohydrate, and how much of it is fat. Um, you can spend all day long having the right amount of protein, carbohydrate, and fat on your plate. But if it is too many calories or too much of it, then you are not going to lose weight. Um, and this is where the whole macro science gets thrown out of whack. Um, As a weight loss specialist, I have people that sign up for my programs, and the very first thing they want to know is how much protein, how much carbs, how much fat. And it wasn't until recently where I finally found two pictures. One of them is a picture of this beautiful um, spinach and quinoa salad with avocado and chicken. And the uh, macros on this are perfectly 33% of protein, 33% are fat, 33% are carbohydrate. And I flash the image up on the screen, and I, sh- and I show the, the clients and the members that this is the proportions of fat to carbs to protein. Um, then I flash up on the screen a double cheeseburger with uh, bacon and the cheese is just glopping off the sides and i I say this is also thirty three percent fat, but the fat of course is that cheese glopping off the side and thirty three percent protein and of course the protein is this beef that is not a lean protein and then thirty three percent carb which was the you know the pretzel bun so clearly the Proportions don't matter. Uh, We have two examples of the same exact macros. Um, One might be 800 calories, one might be 1800 calories. So we are spinning our wheels and we are going around and around and around worrying about um, these proportions. And furthermore, um, most people don't know, uh, even an advanced dieter doesn't know how much protein they should consume, how much fat they should consume, and how much carbohydrate they should consume, and won't know until they have gotten themselves established in a weight loss program. And what I mean by that is logging their food, getting accustomed to what is going to get that needle moving, and when I say that, I mean the scale moving, Um, because we won't know any of that um, until we see the data. So the results of this study, if I can go back, are very consistent with the findings uh, from many of, of previous studies. And they line up to what I see day in and day out um, with, with real people that I work with. Um, the major predictor for weight loss was adherence to the diet. Um, you could all day long measure foods. You could all day long stick to percentages. However, if you veer off of that plan because you had a bad eating day or a bad eating weekend or you just couldn't get it together um, for whatever reason, then you are not being compliant to the plan. Therefore, it's not going to work. Um, Secondly, people on all of the diets uh, that lost weight in this study, they lost weight um, in six months, but they had regained some of it back um, within the two years. Um, and again, it's because they did not stick to the plan. So so what is more important, uh, to learn how to function and, and stick to these numbers, or is it to learn how to eat and enjoy um, your food? Um, Back when I was a teacher a million and a half years ago, um, I remember vividly uh, there was a lot of controversy about teachers teaching to the test. And what what that is 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 that uh, we were uh, very much told that we should not teach our students um, uh, basically to excel on state tests. We were to teach according to to the curriculum. And a lot of schools that did really well on the state report cards were criticized because they were teaching to the tests. And what I mean by that is basically uh, their day-to-day lessons were molded so that the students did well on the state tests. Well, the the kids aren't going to learn anything then. They're they're robotically answering the questions um, tailored because the teachers knew um, what was going to be on the test. This example that I'm giving with dieting is no different than that. Um, Learning how to eat the proportions of foods on your plate so that it could um, satisfy your food log um, so that you can see this computer-generated uh, proportion chart on your phone, say the percentages that you want it to say, is is basically teaching to the test. You aren't learning how to eat. Um, you you're going to a, a, a restaurant and you're eating a burger with with bacon and uh, a pretzel bun, and you're hitting those percentages and you're going home and you're thinking you did a great job um, when in reality you have not fulfilled uh, the, the qualifications of a healthy diet. Um, therefore, um, you've not done your job in uh, adhering to the diet. So um, the study also had an extremely high dropout rate, and I can tell you as a health coach, um, if it wasn't for my day-to-day correspondence with the members of my program, the dropout rate would be Insanely high. Um, I have a ninety-seven percent continuing client rate. And what that means is, uh, when people sign up for the the first three months of the program, ninety-seven percent of them continue on to the second three months. And I can uh, vouch for this. If I did not have them text me every day, and if I did not encourage them to keep going, and if I did not encourage them to to not focus on that scale and focus on what they're doing and to trust the process most of them would quit and if you are somebody that's in my program I know you're nodding your head right now because I have talked you off the ledge Um, it's so easy to abandon ship when things aren't going your way especially when it comes to food we cave to that temptation Um, and then finally uh, it is extremely hard uh, for people to stick to their diets. And if you've ever been on a diet, um, if you're on a diet now, we are faced with food choices 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And I say 24 hours a day because even in our sleep, um, if you are uh, devoting yourself to a food plan, um, you might not be thinking food, you might be dreaming food, but I've, I've even had members and clients, even myself, you'll wake up in the middle of the night and you can't wait to get up and see what you weigh because you are so hyper-focused on your devotion to the diet. Um, it is a lot of energy. It is a lot of work. And you're putting in all this effort and this time; it's exhausting. So when you don't see the result, um, you typically quit. So, so the bottom line here is: stick to any diet and it will work. Do not focus on the proteins and the fats and the carbs um, because uh, you are going to get swallowed up into uh, the mindset that that is what you have to do. Um, Studies, however, show that people uh, that do follow the macros and do devote themselves to sticking to this Um, also sometimes have a hard time because they're not following the macros correctly and what I mean by that is um, you might follow the right amount of fat in your diet but you're eating the wrong fat sources. So again, going back to my cheeseburger example, uh, the bacon is going to show up as a fat, but so is the avocado. So which one is the essential one? Which one should you be eating? Um, I could eat a uh, peanut butter cookie, and that's going to show up as a carbohydrate, but the person next to me might be eating a whole grain uh, English muffin, and that's going to show up as a carbohydrate. So, So what you see... As a macro is not going to necessarily be um, what is healthy for you. So, as far as proportions go, um, worry about portions more so um, and worry about sticking to. The program, so if you are just joining us, you're listening to Huntley Community Radio WHRULP, and I am talking about the diet merry-go-round going round and round and round and constantly hopping back on this diet merry-go-round. Um, so, so in addition to all of the things that that I've stated, um, this this cycle of diet failure. Um, can go on for for years even decades, and it's very demoralizing um, just today i I had somebody uh, reach out to me um, and she's she's done an amazing job on my program she's lost thirty pounds and a really good friend of hers um, just has has not been able to get herself situated with weight loss um, she shared a, a text with me um, from her girlfriend who has Finally, found weight loss uh, success, and she's lost five pounds. But she's done it from extreme calorie restriction. Um, she's dropped her calories down to seven hundred calories a day, and she's working out two hours a day. Um, so this this gal is a young gal. She's in her thirties, and you know she's healthy. She's got a lot of energy, um, and and I and I could tell you that uh, she's she's going to probably lose another five or six pounds. But my prediction is um, that it's going to come to a halting stop um, because the day is going to come where she's not going to be able to maintain this. So there's that, that merry-go-round. Um, it feels really good while you're doing it, but that time is going to come where your initial investment in putting in all of this time in something that is not realistic um, is is not going to serve you um, and so I've put together a, a, a quick little list of other diet mistakes that people make besides just not following the plan um, and and I'm gonna go through that list uh, with you really quick um, one of them is only focusing on the scale and uh the gal that I was just talking about, she's only focusing on the scale. She's not focusing on uh her body, she's not focusing on what is right for her body, um uh, putting in the right nutrients for her body. She sees that scale going down and that is all that matters to her. Um on the flip side, uh when people see the scale go up um, and panic. Uh, because there's a water fluctuation or they're gaining muscle or whatever of various reasons, um, and they want to quit, uh, that is the wrong focus as well. So top, top notch. Do not just focus on the scale. Um, Secondly, big mistake people make is uh, what I just talked about is eating too many calories and focusing on just the proportions or eating way too few calories, um, which again was the prime example that I just gave. Uh, Oftentimes when I assign the caloric range for members in my program and I tell people that they have to eat you know 1500 calories a day I can't tell you how many times people think that that is so much and I'm astonished uh, at how many people are programmed to think that 1200 is that magic number I, I would actually like to trace the roots back to why we think 1200 is the magic number and um, that is far too low in my opinion and it is only going to cause a uh, caloric deprivation. Um, We need calories to have energy, um, and we need to find the right amount of calories. Um, And with that being said, another big mistake people make is either not exercising at all, uh, not exercising enough, or exercising too much. It's kind of like the uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Um, you know, you got to find the just right. Uh, not exercising enough, of course, is is not good. You have to burn some calories, but like I've always said, um, we don't need to focus on exercise to lose weight. We're not going to use those calories. We're not going to eat them back. Um, the the movement is going to create energy, which is going to speed up our metabolism. Um, but exercising too much is a problem because the more you exercise the more you need to fuel the more you need to eat and that mental mindset of of thinking that you should Eat more because you have exercised more, um, can create a problem. Um, you are going to be hungrier, and there's a real close fine line on knowing how to eat it back and how to fuel. And speaking of exercise, big big problem also um, is is people don't put enough focus into strength training, and people tend to think that cardio is the only way to lose weight and again you are burning calories during cardio but you are not necessarily speeding up your metabolism Uh, lifting weights is causing you to build muscle which is giving you a faster metabolic rate Um, and that is going to help you in the big picture um, a next real big mistake and this one kind of comes out of left field a little against the grain of what we're used to hearing um, and and I, I did a whole show on this one and it is 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 we don't define our purpose when we diet um, we go into these diets wanting to lose weight wanting to fit into the smaller gene size wanting to look better but we don't think about Changing our identity, um, you know, and that's that's a big topic that I that I often will will share with people. Um, when I ask somebody, um, "How are you doing on this diet?" and that they're not doing well, they're not following the plan, and they're struggling, I will ask them, "Do you want to be a healthier person, or do you just want to lose weight?" Those are two completely different questions. If you just want to lose weight. Um, then you're not changing your identity. Um, If you are the person that is always going to sneak the cheeseburgers and eat the French fries and and really never going to be a healthier person, um, you're always going to struggle. You need to focus on being a healthier person, and then you will become one. Um, It is just like my example. You're not a musician if you pick up a flute and you start blowing into it. Um, you are a musician when you encompass music and you start loving music and you start playing it because you want to play it. Um, and changing your identity means you are truly enjoying the foods. You're not going through the motions because the doctor said you had to or you have to fit into this dress for a wedding or you're going on vacation. Um, those are completely two hugely different things. Um, And and that's probably the biggest, biggest, biggest setback that people have. Um, And, of course, that's not something that you can force yourself to do, um, but it's something that you can direct yourself to do. Um, So moving on, another really big one, um, we always, always overestimate how many calories uh, we burn. Um, and we underestimate how many calories we eat. I say, say this all the time. I, I need a T-shirt that says this. Um, if you're not logging, uh, then you are not seeing things for what they're worth. Uh, I, I had a, a gal text me yesterday. She's been on my program for a couple years. And she, she said, all right, I'm doing it this time. I, I'm slipping. She gained back about eight pounds. And she said, I, I meal prepped. I have everything ready for the week. I downloaded your workouts I'm gonna work out five days this week I'm gonna start texting you every day everything's good to go and I said are you logging and she said well I'm gonna start doing that next well my my big um, eye opening answer to her was that she needs to put the logging before any of that because if she meal prepped and she has all her foods ready to go again portions matter over anything Um, just because she's following the meals on my program she's eating too much of it Um, she can work out all day long but if she's eating too much of the healthy meal that she's followed and pre-made on the program and she's not seeing it because in her head she worked out and in her head she followed the healthy plan um the the calories are still off and so, therefore, the logging must come first. Um, if you don't log, it's in a fog. Um, and that spirals back to the very beginning of this show. Avoid the merry-go-round. Um, follow the diet. See it. Don't deny what you're doing. And it will work. Trust the process and it will work. Enjoy the rest of your day. Let's go. Make no excuses now. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. Let's go. Your time is right.